Well, you've got to love some of these biblical names. Anyone here today named Sosthenes? How about that for the name of your next child or grandchild? Of course, it would be hard to come up with a nickname on that one. Sosthenes. Anyway. I notice we have a few visitors here with us today. God bless you. We're glad to have you with us. I'm going to have us do something together as we launch into our reflection. And you'll understand why we're going to do this in a minute. But let's do it first and then understand it. So I just want to invite us to just put our, put our, our hands over our heart, that we often do. And if, if it helps, just kind of close your eyes. And again, just be aware of that deep inner sanctuary of your heart where God is always present to you and me, always loving you and me. And together, very slowly, let's just say the name of the Holy Spirit. Just say it slowly three times. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Amen. What we just did is we acknowledged an unbelievable, profound gift that God gave to us on the day of our baptism. A gift that all too often we tend to forget and fail to appreciate. God spoke through many of his prophets that a time will come when he will make a new covenant with the fallen human race. And with this covenant, he will pour out his spirit upon all people. And by this gift of the spirit, God will renew the face of the whole earth, starting with the little earth of your heart and my heart. And so as we begin to launch into this new chapter of our parish vision of trying to understand the life in Christ into which we were baptized, it is fitting that we start beside the Jordan River. Jesus, without sin, yields and willingly allows himself to be submerged in the muddy water of our sinfulness, which represents his death on the cross when he took upon all our sins and he put it to death. And then Jesus rises out of that water, which is symbolic of the resurrection, his victory over death. The heavens are rent open, and the Spirit, like a dove, comes down upon him, and the voice of the Father is heard, pronouncing his belovedness as his Son. All of this announcing 
the new life in Christ that Jesus obtains for you and I through his death and resurrection. The church never wants us to forget our baptism, where everything began. This is why we have the baptismal font at the entrance of the church. So when we come into Mass, we dip our fingers in that water that was blessed at the Easter Vigil. And there's also the holy water fonts on the side if you don't come in through the center. And if you've gotten out of the habit of dipping your fingers in there, please continue. We are to remember the day of our baptism. To remember what God did. What happened to us? What was given to us? What we became when our bodies came into contact with that water? When we came into contact with the power of the living God? When I was a little boy, I lived in a neighborhood where there was a lot of children. And it was a fascination of mine was hunting for treasures. I'm sure I saw a TV uh, movie or something where they were hunting for a hidden treasure, a big chest full of gold, whatever it was. And so I and my friends would play treasure hunt. And one of us would have to hide the treasure. And then we'd have to make a map. And that map would lead, us, lead them to the first clue. And then in that, there would be another map that would lead them to the next clue. And then to the next clue. This was so fun. And then, of course, some of us had to be the bad pirates to make it a little bit difficult, right? And then as I got older, it was all about winning the lottery. Winning it big. And this is deep in us. This desire to hit the jackpot, to win the lottery, to find the treasure. And we think, what life would be if I just had all that gold, all that wealth, the things I could do, the life I could live. And yet, so often when someone does hit that kind of wealth, it doesn't always give the happiness that we think it will. But here's the irony. Here is the irony that we have within us a wealth that is beyond this world. We have riches right within us that no money could ever buy. We have a treasure that God buried within our hearts that can give us a peace and a joy that the world can never give us, fullness of life and even eternal life. And that is hidden within you and I. Jesus knows our fascination with treasure. This is why he gave this parable. He said, the kingdom of God is like a treasure. 
And the minute he said that, he's got everyone's ear. It's like a treasure buried in a field that one day a man found and he realized how amazing the treasure was. And out of joy to possess this treasure, he went and sold everything else in order to possess and enjoy this treasure. This is how wonderful the treasure that God gave us is. It makes everything else seem secondary, like nothing. And yet, this is the challenge of our life, is understanding what we have and who we are because of this great baptismal heritage. In other cases, it's like those computers that we have. These are amazing contraptions. I have this laptop computer, and I bet you I use 5-10% of the capacity of this computer. And this is probably true for all of us. How many Christians are only living from 5-10-20% of this baptismal heritage of grace? And there's still so much more to discover and to tap into this great potential of fullness of life in Christ. This is why what we are going to do together over the next several weeks in this coming year, we are going to take this gift like a big present and we're going to open it up And we are going to, again together, we're going to look inside. And we're going to find all the things that God gave us that are right within us that maybe we did not realize. For example, the status of a child of God, the bestowal of belovedness, new life in Christ, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, the seven fruits of the Spirit, that are the Spirit's activity, different charisms for the building of the body of Christ, the gift of faith, hope, and love, other infused virtues, and that is just touching the surface. And we're going to speak about each one of those gifts and how it can really make a difference in our life and change it in a beautiful way. Next week, you see, when we come out of that water, it is so important that at some moment we hear the voice of Jesus say, come, follow me. At some point, we need to become a disciple. Otherwise, this gift remains dormant in the life of many Christians There were many years where I did not realize the gift that was inside of me, and I certainly was not living from it. And I was just going on with my life as if this did not even exist. And then when I realized the treasure, it radically reoriented and changed my life. So this is why next week we're going to talk about hearing the call of Jesus. Jesus. 
and the importance to following Jesus so that Jesus can help us to appreciate and understand this gift of the new life he has given to you and I. But for now, let's just today offer the Mass as a thanksgiving for the gift of our baptism and what we inherited from God. Let's just today be grateful to God for this gift. And then as we go on from here together, we're going to understand and appreciate what this gift is and how it can impact our life. And now throughout this week, don't forget that you can stop at any moment, especially if you're having any difficulties. Try to stop, put your hands over your heart, and just say quietly and peacefully the name of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. If we become more aware of the gift of the Spirit this week, that will be a good beginning. Amen?